Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Do not adjust your sets. It's the Jim Alexander hosting. We are talking today. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're talking about money in a bank preview. Everyone's climbing ladders and we are going to talk about my boy. So hit it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh. Uh, that's mm. <laughs> This is a preview. Are, are you bouncing, man? What are you doing? Uh, Good thing we have the wheels uh, on the chairs. Uh, uh, so. The rhythm! I love it! Shout out to Evan Mack. Back in the day when he was a young young buck. Yeah, Mack Getting Lynch. it done. Yeah. And Barry Mack was running the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh my goodness. Monday Night Raw After Show. We got so much talk. I am the Jim Alexander. I'm at the right side this time. Okay, first time ever hosting this show. Not Quasto, not my boy Mac. It's the Jim Alexander. Joined today to my left, for end, the mayor of all mayors, Mr. Mayor. Take it over. Global voice. I haven't been elected yet, man. Hey, you've been elected to me weeks ago, okay? I appreciate that. Oh, and uh, next to... What is going on here? Where are you, Evan? Hey, Evan's taking care of himself. Next to the mayor, the queen of the white north. The white north. She's doing the kawaii swipe, the claw swipe when I'm introducing her. The queen of cocoa butter herself, TK Trinidad. Wait, the queen of cocoa butter? Really? I guess, yeah. so, I guess this was happening. What's, what's up, Jim? Um, some, it's very mixed in the chat. Some people are, are loving the fact that you're hosting, and some people are not loving the fact, so we'll see. Hey, this, yeah. is a, this is a perfect time for me to host. Got a fresh haircut, got my eyebrows done. It is looking you sharp. Done? Yeah. Okay. Hey, wow. every gentleman's got to keep it real. So, you know what I mean? Okay, like, yeah. that's what the, we're talking about. <laughs> no, we're talking about eyebrows. You get your eyebrows done? All right, go ahead. Hey, got a good look. Good for your mayoral election running time. You know what I mean? For sure, yeah. I'll get my eyebrows um, done on June 3rd. That's really like. Overall thoughts of this round. We're on the week of Money in a Bank. What'd you guys think of Raw tonight? It was good. It was. It that was. It didn't sound like. <laughs> it was. It was. They had good matches, but I feel like there was. They could have condensed it, obviously not because it's a three-hour show, but they can get condense it into two hours. Like, there was a lot of filler stuff in it. Yeah, I feel like after last week, there was no way to go but up, right? So this was definitely improvement based on last week's episode, but I, I don't want to say it was good or solid. I felt like there were so much things they have to, like, address this time that I felt like, okay, this is very, very there, you know, very, very standard. I actually liked it. I thought it was good because they got so much into it. Like, this is the go-home show before Money in a Bank. For them to roll out so many different things, I felt that they did a good job in, in 
I mean, with the storylines too, but I thought they, they gave us a lot of flavor and variety. Okay. Which usually sometimes you get stagnant, you focus on like the main event mm-hmm. or the one thing. I thought we got, uh, an, you know, a good taste of the women's money in a bank. You, you, they gave us a good preview of all the matches, I feel. So I thought they did a successful job when it comes to promoting the pay-per-view and kind of giving everyone their own shine. Uh, it's like a face turn. What's going on? I don't know what the hell's Get going on. Chance, I really don't. Jim says. <laughs> Wait, it's gonna change. It's gonna change. I'm, I'm, I'm in the twilight zone, I think, or something. But it started the hosting out hosting chair. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. It's a hot seat. Uh, Roman Reigns once again. This wild card, honestly, guys, for me, it's just so confusing mm-hmm. because, like, what are the storylines? I know everyone's working today towards Money in a Bank, mm-hmm. right? Sure. But after Money in a Bank, how many convoluted storylines are we going to get? If Roman Reigns showing up or who, whoever's showing up every week, can they maintain any storylines going forward consistently with their own brand? Because I feel like we're just going to have one-offs every week on Raw. You know, mm-hmm. the guy's going to show up, maybe promote their SmackDown feud or Raw mm-hmm. feud, and then what? I just feel like a lot of the legitimate feuds that could be happening on each show are going to get messed up because of this. Well, it depends on who's doing it. So obviously Roman Reigns is like the golden child for WWE. So he would have car blanche to kind of go back and forth just like John Cena did last mm-hmm. year at this time. So if it's somebody like a Roman Reigns, yes. Anybody else, not quite. And maybe, and obviously, um, Becky Lynch, if she retains both belts. Yeah, I think Becky and Roman are going to be a mainstay every week. Like, I think you can just expect Roman every week on Raw. That's ultimately the problem with the wild card rule. It's, it, it, there's no way where it could be successful, right? So, I know I'm jumping ahead here, but we saw Apollo Crews and, today, <laughs> right. and uh, they announced... I didn't announced, know what brand he was on. Yeah, and they announced, yeah. oh, he was on SmackDown. Yeah. I had no idea. I thought he was on Raw just a month ago. So, unless unless we have a time period where it, the wild card rule was not in effect, that we could actually see who was on each roster, mm-hmm. it's not going to have the effect that we want. Totally. And the first, we see Roman, but it was really to set up Miz versus Shane. Like, that's how they started off the yes. show. Your favorite storyline in the movie. I like it still. I think uh, there's something to it. Yeah. I, I, they got to close it, though. I think this is the finality of this storyline. You just can't go forward with it. I don't know what you're going to do with Shane. Is he going to find a new opponent? But did you guys think the last thing. need a new opponent? I no, mean, it's he Shane. <laughs> but he likes to be involved. Like, I think he's like the modern day Vince now. Like, Vince liked being involved in storylines. I feel like Shane now, since his return back again, he wants to be involved in feuds and, and part of storylines besides the backstage GM or owner. Right. Right. Mm. Look, the thing about about Shane is that he's a fantastic competitor. I think we talked about this last week. He mm-hmm. doesn't have to be on the roster. Mm-hmm. The roster is packed. We They sat in the ring, or the McMahon family was in the ring last fall and said, hey, look, we're going to do this direct control thing. We're going right. to go back up to the clouds. Why is Shane there? Why is he feuding with the ring announcers? Why is he the best in the world? We know that's not a thing that's going to get over for him. It just feels like this could have been used for all that talent we're talking about that's not giving a shot. Well, yeah, I mean... I. His storyline makes sense where it's just like he owns the company. Not only does he part owner of the company, he also wrestles and he also was classified the best in the world. Right. So uh, you can, you know, inflate his ego and here we have with that. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like you should do something unexpected. Maybe, you know, the, the locker room turns on him. Because he's a heel now, Right. right? After Something the misting, yeah, so you need to, if you want to continue, you should continue his heel turn because you can't just do it for one feud mm-hmm. and then suddenly he's like the, the good GM or whatnot. Right. You need to continue and you need something that will be consistent. Even right. if he's not having a feud, you need someone to, for him to get heat regularly. I don't know mm-hmm. how they accomplish that really on a regular basis without a pinpointed feud, right. but you need to keep that up. Yeah, you need to essentially bring him back down to earth. So, like, essentially the locker room turns on him or somebody mm-hmm. beats him up to the extent where he realizes that he is not the best in the world, and then he goes back to being the GM. 
Mm-hmm. Because at this point, it's like nobody's going to, you know, talk to him about it or, you know, um, go up against him other than Miz. Because Miz, it's still, you know, he has one up on him with his dad. Yeah. It doesn't, it, it doesn't really son, go anything. This whole dad thing, it's But it shot himself over. in the foot by abolishing the GMs. Unless you're going to say the GM rules now and waiting stated. Yeah. Again. You see what I'm saying? The it's whole so thing inconsistent. Just, one yeah. week Stephanie's there, one week Shane's on both shows. I don't, I don't. I think it's a week to week thing. I think that they don't know what they're doing themselves. Yeah. Well, you I know, mean, that's always been the case. Like, cause sometimes, well, not the week to week part, but you know, sometimes we'll see Stephanie right, right. in for a certain period of time. Sometimes we see Shane. So that part makes sense. But it's just kind of like, I don't know. There should be some type of maybe bring Stephanie in and let Shane know, like, yeah, you're not the best in the world. Could be. Mm-hmm. Speaking of best in the world, best of brands, Seth Rollins, King of Raw. And AJ Styles still keeps on talking about SmackDown. He's a you know, like too, he can't man. let it go. He just can't let it go being the, the guy that builds SmackDown Live. We just had promos today. I don't this is so fast tracked, this feud, and yeah, you're... and it's already I'm kinda over it. Over it? Yeah. Go I just on. think they're because they're forcing it so quick and they can't really have them get physical. So we had these vignettes and the pay-per-views already this Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's like we didn't have that build-up to it to even get on each other's side. We don't know if AJ's su- subtly playing the heel on this, but we, we don't even know where we can latch on to which guy. You know, it's just so thrown together so fast. I'm lost with this whole thing. I, 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 I understand what you're saying, but I'm going to have to disagree. And okay. I, we mentioned this before on a couple weeks ago, but it was like, okay, Money in the Bank is this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, it, doesn't have to, it doesn't have to end. It could be a whole different storyline thing. You don't know if it's going to end clean. Uh, Seth and AJ can start their feud there and mm-hmm. build up there. It's a normal one-on-one match. I mean, we got Miz and Shane went four months. I'm sure they can stretch that out if they want to go for there now. Right, and they uh, should. Yeah, and they should. But if you want to do the WrestleMania thing, you can totally have them get together and, and have a program now, drop it, and call it back later on for WrestleMania season two. Yes, that's the only way you can do it is you abruptly end it and you cannot have a winner. This needs to end non-clean for anyone. It needs to, someone needs to interfere or something needs to happen where this doesn't even have a result in mm-hmm. a sense. Mm-hmm. Then you can revisit that come WrestleMania season. Yeah, so like Trini Boy 27, he said, for once I agree with Jim. Initially, I was excited to see my two favorite wrestlers going one-on-one, but it should have been uh, at, at SummerSlam, which I agree. That would have been much better. At least you can build to that. That would have been the highlight of SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Like this... Money in a Bank sells itself already. You didn't need this match for that. Mm-hmm. For them to fast track it like that, like I said, it's a short-sighted move again, and they can still salvage it because it was so quick. When we get like maybe three weeks of this feud, yeah. possibly, yeah. Yeah. three Raws, you can still salvage it for a WrestleMania. But since you brought it out now, you can't bring it back at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Sure. you got to wait till next year. Hopefully it just ends not a clean ending for anyone. No one gets out on top and... We see it kind of pushed away and forgotten. You know who's yeah. not forgotten, though? Who is? My boy! Okay. You got so many boys. Who's it, your boy this time? Okay. Mm. I am officially ready to come out on a limb and say, my come boy, on. the Baron Corbin oh is a star. No. Okay. Yes. No. Yes. No. You can't. Actually, somebody in the chat made, um, not in the chat, in the comments uh, last week made a good point because Baron Corbin is, I believe, I'm going off the chat, so let me know if I'm wrong or not. Former um, football player, just mm-hmm. an athlete stature, and that's what Vince, that's the type of stuff Vince likes. So it actually makes sense that he's being pushed to this because he's kind of the, the prototype of 
what WWE likes. Love it. One, no, win. don't love it. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. It's a terrible idea. I mean, his finishing moves, it, or whatever, the, not the deep six, the other one. Other days. I'm just like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not on board with it. I'm not on board with him, his goofy looking face, his wardrobe. Damn. I just, Damn. I don't see the point. There's He's a, a personal star. hatred there. Uh, no, it's a very gym like <laughs> hatred. <laughs> I think that he should, he should change his whole gimmick, though. But it worked. He changed. He had the, like, the fading hair, the receding hairline. They sure. cut yeah, that but off. He was the the GM. game of the best. The G- the, that worked, but he's no longer like the assistant to the GM anymore. But, so but that look it. is unique. It's not a look that no one else has. If you put him in tights, it would just be another guy. I wouldn't say tights, but maybe something else. Like, it's like, I, I did love the fact when he was, you know, um, you know Stephanie's, Stephanie's underling. Like, I mm. love that. And it's like, you can keep that, but maybe change it to something else. Like, you know, what is, what is his motive for everything? He was a goof then. He was a goofy heel that, not like Sami Zayn is right now. We'll mm. get back to that. But right now, he is being booked like a legitimate top guy. He went over clean on Ricochet I don't know what that says for Ricochet. Now two yeah. losses out of three weeks that's or so. Weird. Well, he beat um, Robert, Robert Rue last week. Where is that guy going? But that's we didn't even see him tonight. <laughs> no, you know, <laughs> uh, but they're putting over Corbett. And look, you even had him back out at the end. You mm-hmm. know, like they just want to feed him for us throughout the show. You don't get that much airtime unless you are a guy that they're. Put- I'm more convinced than ever that he's going to win this Money in a Bank. I really am. Wow. Well, I mean, it would be a, a, a good roundabout way to bring it full circle because he won before and he lost it and I think he was like one of the first people in a long time to lose it and not like actually get a championship so if he were to win it and then win it's like redeeming underdog type thing look there is an issue of having someone you don't like getting ahead, <laughs> but I swear to you, Corbin with the money in the bank briefcase is rating suicide. No, it is I, going I to be colossal heat. Good kind of heat. He gets legitimate heat. People hate him, like you. That's you yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is working, because you have an opinion about him. If you didn't, if we were just be like, uh, what, like Lashley. We yeah. don't care about Lashley at all. Yeah. You care about Corbin because you dislike him. I, that is I, I care about so your misguidedness and liking Corbin. It's way too different. And You, you hate Chad Gable, right? Oh, but you yeah. don't care enough to even talk hey, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Why do you hate Chad Gable? Look at his face. Look at his headband. <laughs> he look at his stringy head. Look at his singlet. But yeah, that actually makes Ooh. a lot of sense. The fact that people, like, it's almost like he's handed. First, he was, you know, not, he was floundering. Like, he yeah. was the lone wolf. Like, it was just like, we don't get this. Then, you know, somebody created this gimmick, or he created this gimmick, and now he's, you know, Stephanie's lapdog, and he's kind of maintained that I'm above all of you guys because I was so close to the brass ring. And people dislike him because he's being pushed in front of everybody's face. So it does make sense that, you know, people hate him, but it's also beneficial. Makes sense why he beat Kurt Angle, too. Now it makes complete sense why he beat Kurt Angle. He's using, like I said, it's like the modern legend killer mm-hmm. gimmick, just a differently legend. But that is something that put him over big time, and he's using it. So now looking back at it, I thought it was the right move for them to put him over because you're using him properly. It's not like you gave it to a guy that's going to be in the bottom of the mid-card. They are genuinely pushing him, and we're seeing it every week, him being featured on TV, him getting clean wins. I... Yeah, I don't think they should sacrifice Ricochet, though. That, I know, the, but what's going was, on with Ricochet, then? Yeah. What is going on with Ricochet? They're just lost without with, with him now that separated him from a tag team, or what? Yeah, but they weren't technically a tag. Like, I mean, they just threw them together. But it so. was working, though, because they were going over. Well, I think Raw definitely has his archetype. So Ricochet's falling into that Finn Balor spot last year. Mm, Somebody was formidable, but definitely will, will do those long matches on TV, but mm-hmm. end up not coming on top, so... 
I don't know. I you can still save him, like because he just sells himself on. He's so unique in so many ways. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it would take multiple clean losses for him to really start feeling like he's really going down. Uh, I still feel, even though he had two clean losses, you can still salvage him. I don't know. We'll see. You just need a feud. You need a feud for him. Feud right after Money yeah. and Bake, he needs a legitimate feud. He needs so. a legitimate feud and a storyline, like a reason why. Yeah. Because, you know, it, we don't... He came on and he was part of NXT and, you know, he came as a tag team and all we saw was great wrestling, which is great. However, you know, with WWE, as I said a lot of times, it's about, you know, the storylines. Like, why, why should we cheer for you or why should we yep. hate you? And there's really no... Reason he hasn't given us a reason either way. Well, speaking of reasons, Flobo, tell the people why there's a reason they should be checking us out all the time. <laughs> Afterbus TV is the leading digital service offering you all the greasy shows and after shows from my favorite programs. If you're watching right now on YouTube, give us a like, comment, subscribe, show us the love, we'll show it back. And if you're also listening to the show on delay on your podcast device, your iTunes, your Spotify, all that stuff, we want five stars. That's right, five stars, because one through four does not work. Let us know <laughs> how much love we got in the chat. So tell a couple friends, tell some enemies on why we are the ESPN of TV talk. Jim Alexander. Shout out That's to a Barry better Mac. promo than I cut when it comes to this. <laughs> Damn. Uh, giving promos, out accolades too? What's yeah, yeah. On? This is, oh, this this is it's a face turn, man. Oh. This is a once in a lifetime kind <laughs> <Okay>. of situation. <laughs> what it's happens, a seat. But... It has to be the seat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Speaking of seats, the women's contract signing. You always say, Flobo, no contract signing safe. <laughs> yeah, this exactly. was a good one. It was. It really I was. really enjoyed this interaction between you, you saw Charlotte and. Um, What's her name? Gee, I slipped my Lacey mind. Evans. Lacey Evans. Yeah. Uh, um, them really kind of coming together and going against Becky. I enjoyed that banter. I thought mm-hmm. Lacey Evans looked golden. She's got really good mic skills. Mm-hmm. Like, she can cut a promo. She can get over, not only with her gimmick, but she can actually talk. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of the overall the contract signing? Now it makes sense, and I wonder if they had this idea all along when Lacey Evans was, like, walking out and then turning away, walking out and turning away. Mm -hmm. But she kept in front of everybody's faces, which was good, even during WrestleMania. So um, this contract sign, you know, makes makes sense, and it actually... um, You know how you watch some uh, matches where it's just like, okay, this is what's going to happen. You really don't know what's going to happen with this. They can go in multiple ways, the fact that all three of the women are going to be in it. So um, I'm excited because I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I like Lacey Evans a lot. And Charlotte definitely has Becky's number. And I do agree, it's one of the better contract signings that I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that Michael Cole kind of slipped out the ring, because he knows something was going to go <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah. Um, I was a little bit surprised that, that they did the, the the double pose. I didn't think that Charlotte and, and Lacey had cool. that, that mutual thing right there, but I'm glad they did it. For it sure. was a good moment. You see him well, kind of, it gives you potential down the road of them maybe teaming up, or them being, hey, I think there's a genuine chance. We, we talk about WrestleMania, we're so predictable, that mm-hmm. triple threat. This is the opposite of this. I honestly think there's a good chance you could drop both titles. That would be interesting. I'm not sure they'll do it, but that's definitely interesting. First, I was thinking that she's going to definitely drop the SmackDown one, but now I'm more than ever convinced she's dropping the Raw one more so than the SmackDown she one. Can, yeah, she can definitely... That's what I'm saying. There's so many variables. So yeah. she can ju- definitely drop both of them because both ladies are... are, are especially, over. Yeah, over. And especially with Lacey Evan, even though she's new, like you were saying, she's... She has a personality, and I think she can actually carry the belt. Um, so you can drop both of those, and then you have now you're creating a whole another storyline where Becky feels like you know she was um, set up or bamboozled, and now she's you know on the rise again to try reclaim both both belts. Lacey yeah. Evans feels like a star, and she's barely been around. 
That's the thing. She's so over, not only her gimmick, because the gimmick lends itself. It's a unique gimmick. She, no one's really done it, anything like that. But she can handle, not only in the ring, she's mm-hmm. got the mic skills and the great gimmick. Mm-hmm. That's star quality right there. That's the trifecta right there. We're talking about Becky kind of, you know, using crutches literally with her, right. the man gimmick, Becky two belts. Lacey Evans doesn't need that. Sure. She puts herself over. If you take well, away the gimmicks from Becky, I feel right now that Lacey Evans is more of a star than no, Becky Lynch. No, no. Yes. Well, the thing with Becky is, remember last year, she was talking about how she wasn't given opportunities. So that's how the whole man thing started. It wasn't like, okay, today I'm call me the man. Like, she wasn't given opportunities. She got the belt. She rolled back down the hill. She's trying to get that rise. And then you see Charlotte over and over again getting the belt above her. So she, you could see that storyline that she has with the man has been at least a year and a bit in the making little by little through twitter through raws etc so you can't just say it was a gimmick because it was just actually actually genuine frustration of i'm putting out this work in yeah that got got hot hot. It, it made sense so that was very natural versus okay here here's the gimmick run with it for six weeks yeah, I, I agree with, with Lacey. She does have some star qualities, but she has to have a feud first. I can't give her the star tag without her being in a feud and being like, okay. Well, her feud could be with Becky because right. she could feel that. So I'm, hold, I'm withholding that. It's right. a feud. If it happens it's after this, I'll say star, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, if she, it, um, Lacey takes the belt, then the feud would be between Becky and Lacey. For sure. But For if, sure. If, if, if Becky retains the belt, then Lacey just rolls back down to start again. Yeah, that's like, yeah. This is the, the Drew McIntyre effect. They built Lacey up. Mm-hmm. Now she needs to go over. And if they don't want to give her the title, she still needs to come out looking clean. Either destroy Becky in right. a lot of ways and get DQ'd by de- destroying her completely. Right. Uh, or she wins this match. You can't do anything else. You can't do what they did with Roman and Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania where he, he went over clean on Drew McIntyre and she, Becky going over clean on Lacey. That yeah. would be a bad, right. bad Absolutely. for everyone. You know, in, in that situation. But overall, I thought it was a really good contract signing. It was yeah. probably the highlight of the show in a lot of ways. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Now, another thing before I forget, I want to mention Nikki Cross. We see Nikki Cross here. You had Alexa. And she's talking more than like one yeah. sentence. I mean, they gave her the chance, right? They gave her the chance. Is this a start of her being the new Mickey James to Alexa Bliss? No. No. No, <laughs> Nikki Cross is way sorry, TK. Nikki Cross is way too talented. Her character was way too involved for her to be doing this. Yeah, but they destroyed it. And they, they destroyed it. They can't bring they, it back. And, nope. so, and so now she's backstage talking quote unquote normally, and then she's wrestling Which with the weird. old persona. So I'm not saying Mickey James. I'm thinking Festus, and that's a problem oh. because Nikki is way better than that. She is good, but yeah. you see, she's still coming out with the music, and it doesn't fit anymore because they literally killed her character tonight, and yeah. they gave her a new one. They gave her the the gullible kind of lackey right the one that's going to be doing the dirty work for alexa bliss kind of like the mickey james but she's almost in an apprentice kind of intern role right yeah i don't she's getting screen time she got to win that's that's something she has well, yeah done. but they could have done so much with her with her character uh, i don't know they just they brought her up and then they just like left her to die um and then they brought her up again to and and maybe maybe what they can do is she does become like Alexis Bliss's lackey. She she still has that crazy personality where mm. Alexa figure figures out how to talk to her in a certain way and guide her into destroying this individual before Alexa goes and has a match. So that's maybe the only way you can salvage that character because uh-huh. it was a really amazing character that they didn't take advantage of. A la Mickey James and Trish Stratus back in the day. 
Well, maybe. Somewhat. There's, there's yeah. a sliver little, little of hope. crazy. Very, very thin because Nikki did uh, give Alexa a look before she went out. But that whole, like, how's it going? How can I help you? Was Came out of left field to yeah. the point where I was like, are you kidding? More than Corbin tonight. Corbin's like, whatever. <laughs> but I was like, come on, Nikki. You finally get on TV and you're the opposite of what you were the past yeah. two, three yeah. years? Come on. It's like she talks. Yeah. yeah. Well, we found out. She knows to play. <laughs> Speaking of fun, I mean, Nikki could have been using something else. Something we call... The Firefly Funhouse. Oh, yes. Another edition. This thing just keeps on getting better. Do you think it's going to, like, explode uh, during the pay-per-view, or you think they're going to run through the pay-per-view and they have plans for it later on? You you can't. can't there, this pay-per-view's got too much going on. Don't add Firefly. That is a whole thing for them to run with for a month, potentially, once he's debuted. Mm-hmm. We saw a different side. Is this kind of, I thought for a second, Demon Finn Balor sort of thing? but a better version of this. What did you guys think of that turn? I didn't see it coming, though. I didn't know they are going to that quickly switch over his character and show us, like, the dark, dark side. Well, I think, we could, like you said, we can definitely do it for, like, a month where you're seeing him struggle with, mm-hmm. okay, like, I'm this guy. I'm always happy, but I'm truly not happy, and I'm dealing with these demons. So you can see him in each particular episode as the funhouse, like, dealing with the demon. Like, one week it's... Cool, and we're like, wait a minute, I thought... And you can go back and forth until finally he shows up and, you know, he can't fight it anymore. Yeah, I hope they, they, they play with the two halves because if it's just the form we saw, I'd be severely disappointed. And yeah. It, it takes me back to, like, when they unmasked Kane the first time and they, had, they, they gave him a little eye, like eyeliner and they shaved his head, half his hair off. Yeah, like a supposed, mop on top of it. Yeah, it was to be afraid, but you're like, that's just weird. That's uh, why I was worried about that. But they, they still play with the fact that he's trying to suppress it and trying to hold it down, but it gets the better of him. I think that'd be a lot more interesting. How did you guys like the look of the character? Oh, his look overall... It was, makes, it, was it, it too sense. almost kind of creepy or like Halloween costume-ish or no? Or was it just good enough? I, I thought, liked it. I, I thought, thought it was genuinely creepy. Two things. One, the Baron Blade character from and 2K2K19. <laughs> and two, that weird time in TNA where Sting was uh, the Joker and doing oh, the face paint. Yeah. That's what I thought. But I mean, again, I had to give him a shot because it was basically like quick camera cuts and all that. So. Well, the clothing, like the everyday clothing kind of makes it non-creepy. Like it's not mm-hmm. over the top. Yeah. It's just enough. It's, it's, it's his facial expressions, the way his face changes up when he says certain things. Like, overall, like, the, the acting of it is what's, what is believable. I want him to come out to the ring in that Mr. Rogers preppy look. You know, with oh, the, yeah. that is the look. <laughs> he like, can't, that is his best look. That he is shouldn't the, come out in anything else. Yeah. Unless, like, they want to do the demon version later on, you know, where he completely transfers over and just goes over on a crazy side. But you should, I think this gimmick and this character should never go one way. It should always alternate and switch off. Because he's psychotic, right? Mm-hmm. So he can't control his inner thoughts and uh, and that way you could always flip it around. Well, I mean, if you take some, something like um, a lot of those, you watch um, CSI, the, the serial killer, killers, they look like regular folks on the street. Mm-hmm. And as the woman's jogging on College Park, he put like she doesn't see him as a threat. Like, that's the type of look that that's working for him. It's like he's looks wise. He doesn't seem like a threat. No. But the moment he does something or his facial expression, that's where it is. And that's what would make it unique other than putting, OK, well, he's a heel and he's crazy. He's going to wear all black. And Bunny's back. Yay. I'm glad they put him together. Do you think he's a raw talent or SmackDown? Okay, so he's a raw talent. He's got to be a raw and talent. And who will he feud with, you think? It's wide open. 
Anyone. Yeah. Anyone. He could make a star of anyone that he feuds with. Because mm-hmm. he's so over with his gimmick that anyone that's going to be involved in this gimmick is automatically going to be over in right. it. Because it's like almost like a, a, a Thanos type thing. Sure. Where he essentially is seeking to redeem the quality of the WWE. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in redeeming that, he has to destroy this person in order for the next person to come up. So he yeah. could do that so it can be anybody. Here's my problem with that. And I know I'm probably jumping ahead. But... Can you have Bray Wyatt doing that in the same brand where there's Mojo doing a lesser version of that on the same brand at the same time? Well, I mean, let's be honest. Like, come Mojo's on, come on. good. I, but... I'm just, he's a good wrestler, but that, that gimmick looks like a watered-down version. That's the, that's the, and it's that, on the same brand. This is a parallel. You see something great, and then you see someone coming up with a character that's, that's trash. It's garbage. It's not working. <laughs> hey, I didn't think you're right. It was bad. I mean, like, he's, they just don't he's know still what coming to do out as Mojo. Him. First yeah. of all, don't call him Mojo. It should be Raleigh. Come out. Fair. Get better face paint because that looked like it's really like a bro. kid, like one of the Firefly Funhouse kids <laughs> drew on his face. The hate, and, the yeah. shame. and it's like, and he couldn't even get over probably in that match. You know, it's just like it was ninety seconds long against yeah, Apollo Crews. Apollo yeah. Crews, like, SmackDown, Walker, uh, who like flipped over on his own, and then he just took him out with like a football move. You know, yeah. like tackle. Yeah, I, they need to figure out what yeah. to what to do with, and that's and that's the unfortunate thing. It's just like Bray has it all together, right. package wise, looks wise, facial expression wise, the way he talks, all this other, other stuff. And Mojo has been struggling for years. Agreed. So it just seems like you know they mm-hmm. either hired somebody new um, backstage and they decided to give him a chance, like let's go with this. But it's some people, like you know, some people sit on the bench. For their whole basketball career. And Dang. it just might be Mojo. You know who's not sitting on a bench? I, I think there's a time right now for oh something to, to get up and move. You know, something called the boudoir. <coughs> That's right. Oh. What's up? Even from, from the host chair. Oh, he's going for it? He's going for it, people. See, this is what happens we don't use a super chat function in the chat. Support the show, because that's why Jim Alexander is dancing for dollars right here in the studio. TK Boudoir. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to TK's Boudoir. Oh Who's in the boudoir, God. TK? <laughs> Elias is in the boudoir oh, today. Good call. Uh, Why, wow, you were feeling Elias's look? I like I like the jeans. and it makes him look tougher. Yeah, he looks like he put on some weight or something, mm-hmm. like like muscle weight. He he's he's looking good. So definitely that. Always my girl Naomi switched up with the braids. She be switching up every week mm-hmm. now. I don't, I don't know. Fresh. Yeah, it's not the braids and. It's, it's a long process, so kudos to her. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all this content for you, the listener, free of charge, is our amazing sponsors. Today, Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is one of those sponsors. Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is a comedy podcast featuring brother and sister duo Alex and Christine as they recap dramatic readings of one-star reviews written by real people with not-so-real problems. Whether it's a bar's no-throw-up policy or a barista who's just too friendly or maybe a school psychologist's fashion sense, reviewers complain about everything. Prepare for equal amounts laughter and eye-rolling. Each week, Alex and Christine cover topics ranging from strip clubs in Vegas, ghost tours in New Orleans, or DMVs in Phoenix. They nobly delve into the cesspools of Yelp, TripAdvisor, and other review sites to find you the best of the worst. Listen to Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcasting apps. You can also find them on all social media platforms at Beach Too Sandy. Okay. Um, but yeah, those definitely a lies for sure, and then um, Naomi. 
Hey, Sarah Schreiber, what's up? Welcome to the boudoir. <laughs> Alexa Bliss, permanent, lifelong member. It wasn't my fault this week. I did not say anything this week. I and didn't Lacey encourage Lacey Evans, I remember your name now. You are the Madam of the South. And Do you have, like, um, posters on your wall or something? I should. Oh, Mandy Rose posters. Mandy Rose right now occupies a lot of it. Shout out to her, a lifelong member, too. So Walk that will on. conclude boudoir. And welcome, <laughs> and Sarah Schreiber. segment, too. <laughs> Wow. Someone's oh, got to do it. Just you know punch in the throat, man. You know what's ending segments? Sammy Zayn. His yes. segment is about to be uh, ended by Braun Strowman. I was worried about this because he looks, I mean, he got the win tonight, but he looks like one of those heels. Not only like the coward heels, but he looks like those heels that that just lays down in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, Like he, all this talk... It's just not. It's. I'm not buying it. I'm just not. Yeah, they should have. He should have came back. Meaning, like he's been gone for a while. He's coming back from an injury. Um, when he left, he was in a pretty good position, mm-hmm. and he should have stayed almost like a baby face trying to get back to that position, either befriending somebody or something like that. But this part where it's just like it's it's not believable. It's so not. it's it's. I don't think it's working for him. Yeah. I- <laughs> Talk about all the wrong characters, right? So you establish Sami Zayn as like, I am better than you. Um, you guys, the are, critic of the critics, the critics of the critics. But now you're doing the whole cerebral thing by somehow suckering Braun Strowman into a match. Like, which one is it? Now you're a bad guy, great. But what? I, why would I hate you? Because you are acting superior. Because you are a crazy as a fox. Like, what is the the appeal? Uh, see, that's what I don't get. It's it hasn't been consistent. Even his promos when he was coming out, like they just weren't connecting because mm-hmm. he was talking about things like I'm going to leave the W. I hate being back here. Then leave. You know what I mean? Right, it's yeah. that easy. Please. No one's holding you back. And it's one of he couldn't sell his own promos. And when people are chanting for you, like over, he's got he didn't change his music first of all, and that matters because mm-hmm. he's coming out and he's still playing up and dancing to his music. People are cheering, especially now in during London. The European right. crowd loves that stuff. It's you can't have it both ways. Either I mean, completely change your character. It could be I'm not feeding to your. I'm not going to dance. Right. You know I'm coming out to new music or or what? Or he could be a complete douche where he is dancing and he's essentially flashing everybody the f finger. Like I don't really give a f what you like or dislike. Mm-hmm. Like something negative. Either changing the music like the same same music but maybe a lower tone or coming out and essentially giving everybody the f word and you know now <laughs> they have to like block it block the finger out. Like mm. then that's more then that little change alone is like. Okay, he truly doesn't give an F because FCC regulations. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I get that makes sense. But I, I don't know what they're what they're doing, and it's not. Unfortunately, it's not believable. And I, I think that this is just going to have him roll back down to the. He's going to Money in the Bank. You know? Yeah, but what are they going to do after that? I have no idea what they're going to do after that. that. What was Braun going to do after that? The only way, if this is against the crowd and the people, like he was even talking, Braun, this isn't about you. This isn't about the roster. He's like, he's like, he's not even feuding with the guys on the roster and he's trying to make him friends. It's all about the enemy are the fans. That's the enemy, not even his feuds. Mm -hmm. So if it's about the fans, do a segment every week where you pick out a fan, bring him into the ring, and just criticize him or break him down. Do something like that. Make it personal with the fans. Mm-hmm. Not just talking to, you know, when they're screaming and chanting, he just like, you know, reverses and says his version of it. Right. Personalize it. Yeah. Make it personal. Well, I Come mean, up then to you the should fans. include it social media wise as well. Yes. Like on Twitter. Sell right. it that way. And, and if it's about the fans, make it about that, mm-hmm. you know? But not here. He's jumping around, he's blaming the fans, then he's feuding with Braun, then he's trying to get revenge, and he's getting help from other guys. It just, it's all over the place. But even Braun, like, it's like, I. I could see him just being that guy that's always just like 
three close to getting the belt but never getting the belt for his whole career. Like Ron's big show. He's yeah, he's had so many opportunities so many opportunities mm-hmm. it's like he's not gonna get it. And is he just, you know, supposed to be like the um the the setup artist for for wrestlers. I don't know. It just he, he's big show from five years ago. A guy that's like, oh he's big. He can at any moment throw you around right, or but never pick retain up the belt. Yeah. Never get a belt. Never be look at this. They put Sami Zayn, even though he's more fitting for this money in a bank match uh-huh. than Braun, uh, for spot purposes. But they don't even put him in the match. Now he doesn't even have a match going to Money Bank. It's like every week they, they just basically show you, look how big and strong he is, but we're not going to put him over. Right. You know, like look at him flip cars, look at him feud with and WrestleMania time, bunch of guests, uh, but then never give him that opportunity. I don't know if it's something backstage or not because uh, they sell him as a big guy, but they dare don't even yeah. touch him when that it comes maybe to. Maybe one time where you thought that he was actually going to get it. Um, AJ0314 uh, says they keep offering him the key to the castle, but they keep changing the lock. Is it. <laughs> is it. Uh, is you. Is or is you ain't with Braun? Make it BNP. Is it you He's the <laughs> I think this is what it is. I really, if it's my theory, and I'm going to speculate, I think that Braun symbolizes what people think the WWE looks for. And so here's mm. this guy on the roster who can do that. And it's like, well, if we give him the keys to the castle, we'll just fall into that stereotype. So let's swerve our. our, our yeah, but WWE for how Z. long? Yeah, always. But how long? But exactly. I don't think you can come back from it's, this. It, it, that's what I mean. There's a time where you can't come back from So Like mm-hmm. Ricochet can still come back because it's early on. He still has a special skill. When Braun is constantly selling, you know, jobbing to guys in a sense, mm-hmm. you know, and they make him look strong initially and then he doesn't go over. You right. know, it's just like always like, ooh, he's about to get to that mountaintop and then falls off the ladder. Yeah. At some point, we just will believe universe that he will never reach the ladder because like we've seen this story. How many times do we need to see this story sure. to know the result of it? Yeah. And it's getting to that point where he's had ample opportunities with guys injured or where it could have been his his chance to get that title and it just won't stick. It's kind of like the Dolph Ziggler effect when you always thought that he would get it, like next pay per view, next next yep. feud, and then they just always kind of push him back down. Right. But Dolph Ziggler was way over. He's also a two time world champion, though. right? Yeah. On his own. <laughs> yeah, I don't. He had so many great feuds, which would have just made sense. Even if he just gets it once and never gets it again, it's just it just makes sense that. It's not always like a David, a David and Goliath thing where David's winning. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes Goliath wins and stomps the crap out of David, and David is dead. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like wow, one of those things. Church, you run. <laughs> <laughs> David is dead. Yeah, this is, <laughs> dang, this is a great wife. <laughs> I just say it's just one of those things where you know it could go either way, yeah. and it, you know it should happen at least once. I I do hope that they have something planned for him, but it feels like a lot of the storylines like that he could have won. You know, are, are are you know gone? Given the fact that they're just buying everybody and putting them in the locker room. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Sunday, money in a bank prediction time. Let's pick some predictions. See what's gonna happen because I feel this. There we go. Love the drop. Yeah. There we go. Predictions. Let's predict the big time matches. First one, AJ versus Rollins. What do you guys think will happen? Mm. I really want it to be uh, a dusty finish, but I'm going to say that Seth has to retain. I don't think clean. That, no. I don't think clean at all. Okay. I don't yeah. think clean at all. But if, if I had to pick a winner, then I'll go with Seth. Yeah. I was doing like one of those like office pools. Yeah. I, I agree. Okay, uh, for me, non-clean, but it's tough to have a non-clean ending because you're going to make one of them a heel, and I think. They're going to make AJ a heel. He's going to take some chairs and disqualify himself. Well, yeah, out of frustration. Uh, in frustration. And that's going to might be a slow heel turn for I him. I mean, they should Raw. also throw Becky in the mix. 
Well, what about Becky? <laughs> that, that, let's talk about Becky's matches. The Raw and SmackDown Women's Championship. What do you guys think? Does she drop either or what happens? No, that's like I said, she can go she can go either way. Like I feel like they should play up to the fact that Seth and Becky, they posted a picture on social media today that went viral and every publication posted it. Um, mm-hmm. But they should use that because people are talking about it. Um, and either she helps him or he helps her, something in that ah. vein of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want her to retain both of them. Oh, I don't think it's happening. Because with Charlotte, it's like, same thing what Bailey said maybe... Three or four weeks ago, it's just like you give other people a chance. She's like an eight-time winner, which is fine. She's deserving of it, but there are plenty of other people that they can build in the lock in the locker room. And I think you know, move Charlotte aside and then you know build somebody else. Mm. Uh, I think the Raw title comes first. Becky wins, but Lacey gets angry at the nasties and beats her up. Right? She fights Charlotte. Uh, and she loses to Charlotte because she's, she's already injured. Injured, injured, but mm. then the Money in the Bank person catches in and gets the raw title. That makes oh, sense. I like mm. it. Here's what I think will happen. Okay. From uh, the first match, I think Lacey wins. Okay. I think she shot cleanly. And then, also, when it comes to the SmackDown one, I think that's when someone cashes in from SmackDown. Mandy Rose. Hey. You said it for me. <laughs> Cash is in for... And she drops both belts in one night. So Char- she can't lose to Charlotte again clean or anything like that. I don't see Charlotte getting it right now. I don't think she can... There's no need for her to have the so title. So you think the Money in the Bank person will get yes, it? Yes. I think the SmackDown's That's winning Money in the Bank yeah. and cashing that one. So then Becky doesn't technically lose clean. She gets right. interfered. Mm-hmm. But the first one she loses clean to Lacey to keep she Lacey strong. She yeah. can't lose to Lacey. I there think has, she has to. There, she, there has to be some type of thing where... Um, she almost loses to Lacey, and it's a, like a DQ. Like mm. her losing to Lacey, given the fact that Lacey just got here, it it's doing Beck it's doing Becky a disservice and essentially putting her back in the place that she was last year. Here's another way: if if she does win somehow or keep the Raw title, Lacey interferes in a SmackDown match, beats her down, and then someone cashes in. Also, that That's, could happen. That, too. that could happen. But yeah. I, what, do, what do you guys think about the women's uh, Money in the Bank? Who wins it? I'm looking at the. Uh... Natalia, Dana Brooke, Naomi, no Alexa Blix, uh, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Amber Moon, and Carmella. Uh, I like Bailey also because I'm a big Bailey Mark. Yeah. And I'll always pick Bailey. She's my homegirl. But uh, I think Ember Moon would be the spirit of choice. Or, Ooh, or Carmella. Really? No, she's had it. Yeah, she, she's had it. But this is Mandy's time. What? They've been pushing her before WrestleMania. Yeah. She went over Asuka. I, who else? Like you we, can't do Mandy. We've seen Carmella win in a sense. We've seen. <laughs> Amber Moon's just came back from an injury. She sure. hasn't been featured enough. No one on she the Raw side, of a character, no one from the Raw side makes sense. Mandy Rose makes sense, no, and not just because she's my girl. Because this makes perfect sense. This puts her over, makes her a legitimate main eventer on that sense. Maybe, but you still have this phantom women's tag team division, and then she's actually one half of an actual tag team. I wouldn't do that to her. I, I think she's the one. And then right. finally, uh, the men's Money in a Bank. Who wins? Whew, that's a lot of good choices. Um, I am again. I'm a big Andrade guy. I will hope that Andrade gets it. Mm, I think he has a lot of upside. He's deserving. Yeah, he totally is deserving. But I am not sure. I mean, Drew McIntyre is also in that match too. He should get it. it he needs it to save the his. Well, the thing is, he's almost like the same um, as as Braun, where it's just mm-hmm. like looks wise, he's the perfect prototype. And he's had so many opportunities, or they, you know, he's, he's almost there. And then it's like something else. Like he should have got it when him and Dolph were together, or when he, when him mm-hmm. and Dolph broke up, like around that time. And now it's just kind of like, what are you doing with him? Yep, my boy. 
That's simple. I believe in I believe in Baron Corbin. I believe in my boy. He is going to win Money in a Bank next month. We're going to talk about the new Money in a Bank two-time winner, the Baron Corbin. What a perfect way to Ghost end the says, show. Ghost uh, says Jim is thirsty for Mandy Rose. <laughs> well, uh, we knew that. Hey. Hey. I mean, it's Mandy Rose. I thought you were going to say, I, I would drink her bath water. <laughs> <laughs> is it available? <laughs> there you go, Mandy For Rose, kids. my girl. And, but I mean, I, I got to give the love to everyone. You know, everyone gets love. And you guys, where can people get your love? Mr. Mayor, All tell right. us. I'm, <laughs> at Twitter, at Voice, on Instagram, at Flobito, and Flobito.com. Two things I want to say. I want more Cesaro. He was dope. And oh. rest in peace, the legend Silver King, who passed away in the ring this week. Uh, we all are inspired, whether from Nacho Libre or reactual matches. Uh, hope to see you on the other side soon. Uh, you can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. Also, if you want cocoa butter, body scrubs, all that good stuff, you can go to Center in Company on um, all social medias. And also, there's a website. You can all order there. It's all it's all up there for you. I got the haircut. I got the eyebrows. I need the cocoa butter now. That's all. You know? And then Mandy Rosen, what's up? We're, we're going places in that case. <laughs> uh, man, this was fun. Shout out to Barry Mack. Barry Mack. Evan Mack. Evan Mack. We're Heidi Mack. Hi, every Mac. Mac, every Mac out there. Okay? Every Mac, Willie Mac, every Mac, and Khalil Mac from the Chicago Bears. Oh All the Macs out there. Much love to you guys. Oh, oh man. hey, I gotta get going. There's Hannah, the Bachelorette tonight, starting things out. Big night, biggest Monday night, Bachelorette in full swing. What? I got to go. Yeah, Hannah. It's Are you Hannah. covering that? I wish. I oh. love the Bachelor. Queen of Butter says, "What's up?" All right, let's go. All right, we're out. Ciao. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.